Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. We are, we're back. We were going to get to Cuba and we ran out of time and I know you want to disagree with me and you don't even know what I'm going to say. <laughs> well, I want to hear what you have to say. Well, I mean, I think I said it in the monologue. We, uh, we have, uh, or somewhere in this show, yeah. we have uh, stood with worst dictators. I think Cuba in the Freedom Watch list is 62nd out of 177 countries, one being the worst. Yeah. So it's, it's behind China, I think Iran, Egypt, which is not a great place to be, but it's ahead of a number of our allies like Bahrain and Saudi Arabia. So I guess where I'm coming from is that the United States has all of the leverage in this situation. And if you're looking at what Raul Castro's plan is, I believe the plan is not to do what China and Vietnam have done, not to have a kind of, you know, basically move away from a socialist economy. I believe they're looking to Vladimir Putin. They're looking to, you know, Chavez's Venezuela. They want to have sham elections, and he wants to install his son or his son-in-law in power, and we're allowing that to happen. Now, we have all the leverage. I believe we should open up to Cuba, and I believe we should normalize relations. We but we can, we can demand a lot more because they're at the most this, vulnerable this point. This is what we, we're going on for 50 years. No, enough. it hasn't been going on because what I'm saying is that actually we should open up, but we can now demand more from them in terms of how they treat their citizens well, they, okay. and also having an open and competitive political these process. These things take time. Of course it's weak, it takes time. It's, it's weak. But we, we're never going to have they more leverage to, than we do right now. They no. used to Jesus. look to Russia and Venezuela for exactly cash. For cash. Now yeah. they can't. They're 90 exactly. miles away That's from the world's largest economy. And if they open the door a little crack, we're going to overwhelm them. And they're doing that. I feel that. very That's comfortable that in five years' time, yes. these guys are gone. That's 50 years of sanctions, went them there. That's you know the fantasy. Yeah, I That's totally look, I mean, he went... Just President went, he looked at Raul Castro, he spoke to the Cuban people, he that. talked about democracy. I mean, that's the first time... The Castro family, they're not idiots. They know what they're doing. They've given this a lot of thought. Okay. And if they believe that Ian was right, 80s. if they didn't... They have a plan B, that's my point. Their plan B is sham okay. elections. In 2018, all right. it's all ready to but, go. But, you know, we can't make everybody in the world do everything we want leverage. to do. <laughs> of course we, we can of course, of course we can, we can make of, everyone do... Of course do we can't. Oh, great, of course we can't, but the great. point is that why surrender all of your leverage when they're at their weakest point right now? We're not surrendering right all of our leverage. We we're trying... No, we can never... We can never... We're yeah, trying something... Benefit for us. We're trying we a different so tactic larger. from the one that didn't work for 60 fucking years. Well, the, what a crazy uh, idea. The tactic is let... We have one big carrot to offer, that is normalizing relationships and actually offering them the huge economic no, opportunities that... Ending the embargo would be another big carrot. Yeah. But, yeah, we're not doing that, even though most Americans are for doing Normalizing that. relationships is a rather big thing, and having Starwood and having Airbnb sign deals and getting hard currency yes, into the hands of the repressive apparatus of Cuba. That's how going to change. Starwood's going to be there. They're going to meet Americans. So that, that's, right. worked in, that's worked in Putin's Russia. That's worked, uh, you know, that's going to work in Iran. I mean, it's, that's going to work in all the other authoritarian countries where they figured out they're smart too, Bill. They're strategic I, I, too. They've yeah. given this some thought, and they think that they're going to come out ahead. Okay. And I think they're probably all right. right. All right. With that said, do any of you have a good cigar connect? Because I just started up. 
This is the man to talk to. what I care about. More than, uh, <laughs> what are the chances of delegates turning on Trump if there is a brokered convention in July? I think pretty good. Right? I it, think pretty good, too. Yeah, I mean, it I mean, depends on who those delegates are. They're working them now. Yeah. I mean, everybody on I'm the other sure. teams are, are you, working those delegates. Are you delegates. a superdelegate? I'm not a superdelegate, and I wouldn't be on that side. But I know that they are working no, that. No, and, and for the Democrats. No. You're mm -hmm. not a superdelegate? I used to be when I was governor, but I'm oh. not anymore. Oh. Are you a delegate? I'm not a delegate, no. No, oh, just a, watching on TV? I'm just a TV? regular citizen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm very surprised. Uh, Will the new voter ID laws being introduced in key states across the country influence the outcome of the election? Fuck yes. Yes. Of course. It like it did in Arizona, as everybody oh, who was watching right. that Wasn't five that hour a fiasco? total fiasco. They went from 200 polling sites to 60 in a, in a heavily Latino county. People had to wait in line for five hours. What, wouldn't it be great if the Supreme Court just once went Ah, we got this wrong. Well, the you know, we gutted the Voting Rights Act. We thought America was better than it was. And it turned out we could not have been more wrong. Is there any argument on the, the other the, side? The problem is that when we talk about voter ID laws, you've got very different laws in different states. Some of those laws, Pennsylvania, for example, that's a really bad law. But then if you're looking at Rhode Island, you're looking at Tennessee, you're looking at other states, they're not all the same. So the problem is when we talk about voter ID laws, well, you're talking about a bunch of different provisions. They're, 20, all, for, they're, they're all for limiting. states since 2000. 2010 have adopted more restrictive, make it more difficult to vote laws. 21 states have. This will be the first presidential election for 16 of those states. They're largely in the South. They're largely trying to affect minorities. Two, two quick students. points. Two quick points. One yes. is this is a solution looking for a problem that doesn't exist. And anytime right. you're restricting votes, it's bad. But the but the unspoken truth that's happening in America and the one the biggest disenfranchisement we've seen since uh, we were fighting on the Edmund Pettus Bridge and others were fighting on the uh, for voting rights. Uh, is the disenfranchisement that's going on of uh, people who've been convicted of nonviolent drug offenses. We right now have a country where the drug war, the drug war is not a war on drugs, it's a war on people, particularly poor people, particularly minorities. And so now you have a nation where you have swing states like Virginia and Florida, where one out of every five African Americans has lost their right to vote. And so we have this outrageous reality in this country right now where our prison population since 1980 has grown 500%, federal prison population 800%, more people in jail today for nonviolent drug offenses than all the people in jail for 1975, being locked up for doing things the last two presidents said they're doing, and now they're in a second-class citizenship, a caste system where they can't get jobs, they can't vote, they can't get Pell Grants, they can't get food stamps, they can't get housing, uh, public housing. Uh, they've entered this caste system, and it's an affront to our democracy because basically what we're doing is millions of Americans, we're cutting them out, taking away their voice and their participation in our country. So it's Yeah, what he said. Well, look, and you also have conservatives and liberals who are agreeing on this, this and is, who are seeking to this reform this system. This is not a partisan so, issue. Is, I, yeah. I'm partnering on legislation with everybody yeah. from uh, allies, from the Koch brothers to others, trying to fight something, a system that's completely broken. Absolutely. One of the greatest tragedies going on in our country right now uh, is that what we are doing to entire communities, like the one uh, that I've lived in for the last 20 years, is we're devastating these communities. A chance for an African-American to be arrested. And by the way, no difference between blacks and whites for using drugs, no difference for dealing drugs, except for some studies show that young white men have a higher rate of dealing drugs than young blacks, but an African-American will get arrested for drug crimes about four times more than white. And this actually might make communities more dangerous. That's the really scary thing, because if you want to right. be tough on crime, it turns out that actually using incarceration too much, you actually change the dynamics in these communities in ways that make them more dangerous for the people who live there. And that is really, really bad. I used to deal drugs, did you? 
I, I, I did not deal drugs. See? Right there. I did. Anecdotally. <laughs> did you ever uh, deal drugs, Gerard? What's that? Did you ever deal drugs? No, but back in my day, I was known as an excellent bagger. <laughs> you, you used to deal drugs? Oh, in college, yes. Well, yes, yes. I was, yeah. was going to say just. I was going to say just pot, but that would be a lot. <laughs> I mean, when I got out of college, it was just pot. But yeah. in college, it was whatever my dealer had. So you were, you would buy from your dealer. You were like a middleman. You'd buy from your dealer and you'd sell the. Oh, well, that's not very nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought of myself as an entrepreneur, <laughs> middleman. Uh, I mean, it, but was, that's a, it was the 70s. Right. You know, no, but it still goes on today. Look, I, I went when I, I went to Stanford, and that's there was a lot. That's how I got through college, by the way. Well, there's a oh, lot really? of drug use going on. Wait, wait, wait. You, you paid your way through college stealing drugs? Yeah. That's a... Wow. Yeah. Maybe I'm gangster now. Right. For the record, for the record, still no. The answer's still no. Why? Because I'm white? Yeah, kind of. A little bit. No. No, no. You're gangster. Fine, Bill. You're gangster. More, more gangster than you. Is Donald, is Donald Trump, Ian Bremmer, off base in suggesting that the U.S. rethink its involvement in NATO? You know what? Let's ask a different question that's close to that. Trump said this week that he was not putting nuclear weapons off the table dealing with ISIS because we need to be unpredictable. Uh, you know, you had me at Trump and nuclear weapons. I mean, that, right, that's all right. I mean, it's true. that's a crazy thing to say. Well, I mean, I, I would say, number one, uh, Trump's slogan is not uh, make America great again. It's America first. And it's let's find everyone else to blame. Mexicans are going to come to rape our women. Japanese and Chinese are robbing us blind. The Europeans are taking advantage of our goodwill on security. Muslims are all going to blow us up. Um, that's, that's a problem, right? And we see that with NATO as well. But I have to say, at least from my perspective, um, I, I, I think the likelihood that Trump actually could win a general election, given the astonishing negatives he has among young, among women, among just normal Americans, I, is, is really, really low. And I know we're talking about it because we have to and it's entertaining, but I just... I just well, don't so it's more than entertaining. He could be the Republican nominee and probably will be. And by the way, in this country, the Republican can always win. Uh, you know, they always said, well, uh, you know, the, the Republicans are losing uh, minorities and they're losing women. Yeah, but they, they never tried a race war election. Yeah. They never, like, really roused up those people who, when you lift up the rock, you find out what's living in this country. <laughs> and Obama got, like, 40 something percent of the white vote against Mitt Romney, Trump's going to get more. And I think combine if, that with no, he's nine, depression no, He's nine percentage no. points behind Romney among no. white no. voters. No. But what I will say, I'm... Trump is? Yes, in a general election, yeah. He's well behind Romney among white but voters. But he's going to move to the middle. He's going to move to the middle. That's the no, problem. I mean, look, I, this I, is I, why this is no, important. I, I don't think he will move to the middle. No, I think... He doesn't know how to do this. No, he's going to He does not know how to adjust. I think that... He's who he is. Well, you're talking about Ted. No, I'm no, talking no, about Trump. He doesn't Trump. know how to adjust no. either. Oh no, no, Trump. No, Ted speaks... will know how to move to the middle, no, not Trump. I, don't, Trump I disagree with you. Trump, Trump will Trump, not. No, Trump, Trump knows only tried. one speed. No, I'm the best. No, he will say stuff that is appealing. He's not you know, obligated seven... to be consistent. No one expects no, I, him to Exactly be. right. Seventy percent of women, for example, can't bear the thought of voting for Trump in a general election. All women. He's going to say yes. 
But he's gonna he's gonna try to figure that out. Remember, he's super smart. He went to Wharton, so <laughs> so he's gonna try to figure out the language that makes him more palatable to groups. And he's gonna do that, and that's, that's, that's what he might do is divide. He's never done that. What he might do I is deliver a serious blow to the Republican Party for ten years. Maybe one time where he got more reasonable. He calculatedly well, said, you know what, I think I'm going to be... He says tough. that he doesn't want to see poor people out in the street. He doesn't. He wants to have health care for everyone. I mean, he said that, right? No, actually, he said the thing about trade, which is a Democratic position often, and he thinks that we should be creating jobs in America. He has said stuff that is appealing to to my side of the aisle. And I think that he position. will... Yeah, no, I mean, he, he, he will he will but, try to well, moderate. He's to constitutionally to incapable of not doing crazy what? when he's in front of a camera, right? That's what? the point. Yeah, but, but we saw him reading from a teleprompter. We saw him at APAC reading from a teleprompter. We saw him being disciplined. Right? You know, yeah. it, it happened once, you can do it again. He fucked it up anyway. Yeah, one little thing he went off. What's interesting about Trump? I've never seen white people scramble before. Like, I've never seen, like, white America really, like, confused and, like, what the fuck are we going to do about this? <laughs> it's very interesting. It's very intriguing. Like, Donald Trump, I've compared... Donald Trump, to me, is, is like, white Hurricane Katrina. It's like, we didn't realize it was going to be... We didn't... The levees have broken, and everyone is panicking right now, and it's very... It's interesting to watch. <laughs> Here too. I love it too, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Trust I, me, it's I, gonna be worse for you. But here's the thing. I'm I'm from the hood. I don't trust anybody. I think everybody's <laughs> corrupt. But you don't think it matters if Trump is or anybody? No, else? of course it matters. I mean, it, it definitely matters. I'm just saying it's, it's an intriguing thing to watch. Like, I mean, I think you know, I, I've I've had a healthy mistrust of literally every candidate that's sure. ever existed in my lifetime. So I'm like, yeah, he's in the pile with the others. Obama. Um, with Obama, listen, we were all very excited. We're all very, we were young, we were excited, we were very happy, you know? And, and, and until Corey runs, you know, we're just gonna hang up. <laughs> when is that gonna be? I, 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 when is that? I was about to chime in and say that these are the days where I, I'm gonna run, but not necessarily for something, more like from something. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you're gonna give the white people a turn, and they're gonna fuck it up, and then you're gonna be like... <laughs> So, so Ready to you're go. gonna be like, come on. So, the, Obama was pretty good. You miss him. The and, first time I was on the yeah. show, I, no, you, made, you, you said that, hey, this Obama, <laughs> if he gets this thing right, you remember this joke, don't you? No. That they're gonna think that these black guys are good at this thing, like basketball. They're gonna. <laughs> the that was the first. That was my introduction to this show. And here, here it is, eight years later, and I'm still suffering through the same joke. Uh, okay. Thank you very much. We gotta go. <laughs> Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10, or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.